Let's have some fun with things that rhyme. Welcome, kids. It's poetry time. Welcome everyone to Kids Poetry Club with me, Little Dutty Donuts. For once, I'm not on my way to the club for our episode. I'm actually heading off to Bill Ding's art studio. Queenie and Chicken suggested that we hold this week's episode at Bill's studio as they want to start on their art for the summer competition. For those who missed Thursday's announcement, our new competition is on the topic of home, which is a lovely broad topic. All of that got Queenie and Chicken thinking about what art to create and submit. And they thought it would be helpful to get some help from local artist building. Well, I'm almost at the studio, so why don't we take advantage of our time to do our club registration? This is where you get to shout out your name and get a club point for being here. So, on the count of three, shout out your name so that I can hear you through your phone, computer or radio. Let the drum roll begin. Here goes. One, two, three. Excellent. Well, we made it to the art studio. Let's head in and see who's here. Well, there's nobody inside the studio. There's a lot of great art in here, though. Hmm, I wonder if they're out the back. Hi, Queenie, Chicken, anybody here? Hi, little Dazzy Donuts. Oh, hi, Queenie, there you are. Gosh, what's happening here? Well, our dry class doesn't start for a few minutes, and so your timing is perfect. Chicken and I got here early, and Bill said that we could do some art while he gets all of the supplies ready. Well, I guess that explains why you're at an easel covered in paint. But why is Chicken over there standing on a bucket? Well, that may look like a normal bucket to you, little Dazzy Donuts, but we're using it as a... Oh, what's the word? Um, a plinth. That's it, it's a plinth. Isn't that an amazing word? Great. So I'll change my question. How about this? Why is Chicken over there standing on a plinth? Well, Chicken and I are thinking of drawing people as part of our art entry for the competition. The topic is home, and people live at homes. But it turns out that people are tougher to draw than we realized. Here, let me show you some of my early attempts. Oh yes, I see what you mean. So, in this one here, the person's head is so small that it looks like a raisin sat on their shoulders. And then, on this one here, the head looks right, but the arms are almost dragging on the ground. Kinda like a monkey. Well, I have more examples, but I think you get the picture. Great. So, to get back to my question, why is Chicken standing on a bucket? I, I mean, plinth? We looked through some books on how people are portrayed in art. And we noticed that a lot of art consists of statues of people standing on plinths. Well, we didn't have an actual plinth. I tried to get one from the store, but they're surprisingly difficult to find. Who knew? Then it struck us that a bucket would do the trick. I'm with you now. So Chicken is standing on a bucket while you draw her. So why is she wearing a robe or dressing gown? That appears to be the norm. I think that it's meant to be a toga, but we couldn't find one of those. So she's just in an old dressing gown. Back when we started, she was also holding some grapes. 
but we both got really hungry and ate them. Well, it was our first art lesson of the day. Do not try anything edible when you're really hungry. Well, let's see how your painting is going. Um, so is this a painting of a pineapple? Oh, a pineapple! Oh my gosh, how I suffer for my art. That's not a pineapple, that's a chicken! Well, if that's chicken, then I'm glad we're doing this drawing class with building. Before he starts the class, would you like to hear a poem that fits in nicely with today's topic of drawing people? Oh, yes, please. Great. Well, this first poem is called My Posture, and it's all about how somebody stands. Although, from the description in the poem, it's a posture that would be really challenging to draw. But how do you think this first poem will arrive? How do you think the Poetry Postal Service will deliver our first poem? Listen carefully. Here it comes. Oh, it came by bus. What a lovely way for a poem to travel. Now it's here and the bus has headed off to its next stop. Let's listen to our first poem. My Posture With my feet together, but legs apart, I guarantee I look the part. My head is down, my eyes are crossed, my chin is up, my jaw is locked, my hair is parted, my bottom's clenched, my lips are pursed, and my elbows bent. My knees stick out, as do my lips, my toes are pointed, as are my hips. With my shoulders drooped, my chest stuck out, my nostrils wide, I have no doubt. Nobody here will forget the night. I finally got my posture right. Oh gosh, that person's posture sounds so funny. There's no way that I could draw that. Well, not when my current attempt has chicken looking like a pineapple. Oh, yippee, here's Bill to help us. Hi, Queenie. Hi, chicken. Hi, little Dazzy Donuts. Hi, Bill. You're here just in time. I've finished my pineapple, and I'm ready to learn how to draw a person. Can you help us? Of course I can, Queenie. Here, let me put some fresh paper on the easels. And why don't you use these nice pencils? Ooh, I like these. Well, this one says HB on the end. That's right. The H stands for hard and the B stands for blackness. It's a good one to start with and then you can use other pencils that may be darker or lighter if you want to do some shading. Now tell me more about what you want to draw. Well, Chicken and I want to enter the summer competition on home. But our drawings of people are way off. Well, actually, if my home was filled with monkeys, my drawings would be perfect. But unfortunately, I live in a monkey-free home. Ah, so it sounds like it's worth looking at proportions. So how to ensure that each part of the body is in proportion to all the other parts when you draw them. Now, a good way to do this is to actually have someone to draw. Oh, you mean that we need someone on our plinth? Well, Chicken and I are both drawing, and you're the teacher, Bill, so... 
Little Dazzy Donuts, would you be willing to stand on the bucket, please? Yes, if it helps the class. Chicken, you step off the bucket and use this easel here, and I'll see if I can balance on the bucket for you. Oh, Little Dazzy Donuts, Chicken wants to know if you would like to wear her robe. Um, I think I'm fine. I'm not sure the robe is my size anyway. Okay, well, let me get on the bucket for you. Excellent. So now that you're on the plinth, could you please stand as still as... As still as a pumpkin. Okay, we're ready. Bill, what happens next? Well, let's take a look at different parts of Little Dazzy Donuts and how those parts compare in size. Let's start with his head. Oh, I know what you mean. His head is definitely an interesting size. That's not quite what I meant, Queenie. Let's measure little Dazzy's head from the top of his head down to his chin. Now that we've done that, you can see that it's the same distance from his chin down to his chest. Then the same distance again from his chest down to his navel and elbows. And the same again from his navel to his hips and wrists. Okay, okay, so it's one head down to his chin, two heads down to his chest, three heads to his navel and elbows, and then four heads to his hips and wrists. Okay, I'm with you so far, Bill. Then the bottom of his knees are six heads down, and his feet are on the ground at eight heads down. Oh, one more thing to note. His eyes are halfway down his head. It's a common mistake people draw the eyes too high in the head when they actually are halfway between the top of the head and the bottom of the chin. So now we've looked at that, why don't you try doing some rough outlines of these main parts? Don't worry about getting it perfect. Just try doing it all in proportion. Thanks, Bill. This all makes perfect sense. Well, who knew this was all about heads? Here, it'll help if you have this piece of paper. I put a long line down the middle, and then I've divided it into eight equal parts. Each equals one head. Little Dowsy Donuts, could we put this in the activity pack for the episode that people could use it to draw their own people? Of course, Queenie. I tell you what, why don't I read a second poem while you draw me? I brought one with me just in case, as I thought it would fit perfectly with today's topic. Seeing as I'm standing here on a bucket, it feels right that this second poem is called Make a Stand. Here, I'll read it to you while you draw me. I'm following your instructions, at least the best I can, to first stand here and then stand there. Now I don't know where to stand. You told me not to stand too close a problem I've surmounted. As I stand up straight to accept my fate, I'll stand up and be counted. If we have a standoff, I'll want you to be proud of the stand I took when you came to look at me stand out from the crowd. It appears I'm at your beck and call and do what you command, but the time will come as a shock to some when I finally make a stand. Oh, I like that poem. 
Who knew there were so many phrases and terms that all used the word stand? And I really like that the person eventually makes a stand. Talking of making a stand, it's getting more difficult to balance here on the bucket. How's it going with the drawing? Well, the good news is that my drawing of you doesn't look like a pineapple or a monkey. So that's real progress. Bill, would you be willing to come to look at my drawing? Well, Queenie, you're right. That's a significant improvement. Well done. You have all the body parts the right length, which is wonderful. Now I think the next step to focus on is how broad people are. Oh, yes. That could explain why little Dazzy Donuts looks a little like a triangle in my first drawing. I think his shoulders are too narrow and his hips are too wide. So how wide should they be, Bill? Well, Queenie, it varies by person, of course. However, as a rough rule of thumb, a man's hips are one and a half heads wide, while a woman's tend to be wider, about two heads wide. And it's opposite for the shoulders. So a man's are around two heads wide and a woman's one and a half heads wide. Now, remember, these are just rough guides, but it's a helpful place to start. Yippee! Okay, well, if I could get the length and width right, the end product shouldn't look like a pineapple, a monkey, or a triangle. Great. Well, I think that's enough for one class. Next, you'll need to do lots of practice. Try drawing as many people as possible. The more you draw, the more you learn. Practice! I have until July 30th to get this right. So I'll try drawing a person every day until I feel like I'm ready to send my drawing into the competition. Thanks so much, Bill! See, as we're wrapping up, why don't you sit down and have a cup of tea with us while Little Dowsy Donuts reads his final poem. Here, I have one in my pocket. I like that idea too. It means that at least I can get off the bucket now. I'm not sure I could have balanced on there much longer. Oh, I like this final poem, Queenie. It's funny because you were all just talking about me having eight heads. Well, this final poem is about me having four arms. Here's the poem. It's called My Forearms. Someone told me I had four arms, which is definitely news to me as I've only seen two when I shower, so where could the other two be? I checked every part of my body, using mirrors to look at my back, but apart from the two, either side of my head, I can't find two others attached. Having concluded I only have two arms, to go with two feet and two legs, I'm worried that I'm still missing something. Hang on, don't people all have four heads? Well, sadly, that was our final poem for this episode. Don't forget that there are lots of ways to join in with the club. If you go to kidspoetryclub.com, you'll see a wonderful drawing by our club illustrator, Dot Church. You can also see the Podsnack video for the episode and download the episode's pod pack of activities. They're all free. Plus, there's information on how to send your poems and drawings into the club including how to enter your poetry and art into the summer competition on the topic of home. You'll find everything you need at kidspoetryclub.com. It has been so lovely to spend time with you. Thank you for joining me, Queenie, Building and Chicken. I hope you enjoyed yourself and hope you'll be back for more next time the club meets. 
Join us again next week when we'll have a new topic and more fun. As always, let's finish with our short goodbye poem. We've had some fun with things that rhymed. Goodbye, kids. Until next time. This is Little Dutty Donuts saying, keep rhyming. <laughs>